Hi everybody, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name's Mariana. And I'm Wanda. And we are going to be giving you our Grammys recap. Now, um, I didn't pay that much attention to what people wore, and I don't know why. Like, I think I did enough. At all. Like, I'll talk about some, stuff as some things, but... Um, if we're a little loopy, it's because it's evening that we're doing this podcast because we just watched the Grammys, and normally we, pa- we post the next day, and we talk about it the next day, but we're kind of up, so we figured we might as well do it. We've got a cup of coffee. So and the cozy. Grammys were long as fuck, and I don't even... Like, there came a point where I, like, kind of tapped out of it, and... um. I think a lot of people did. Probably yeah. People that are there. Um, we want to backtrack a little. The city of Los Angeles is, of course, in mourning over the unexpected tragic death of Kobe Bryant, his 15-year-old daughter, and um, nine other passengers, which included children who were members of his daughter's basketball team, some coach friends of his, and the pilot, and some moms and children. Um, of course... You know, everybody has a story about Kobe. Everybody has a story about a lot of people. What is tragic here is his age, the fact that he was with a child and there were children on board, mm-hmm. and the fact that a woman has now lost not only her husband but her child. And her three other children have lost their sister, one of which is only seven months old. And she'll never know her dad. have no recollection of her sister or, or her, her father. Or father. And that's what's sad. So we send out the biggest condolences that we can to all his friends and family and teammates and people who really knew him. And um, while everybody, like I said, he's, he's that kind of person that's bigger than life that touches everybody in a small way. What I want to remind people is don't detract from the people that actually knew him. Don't detract from the people who had real life experience. The people with him. that are truly leaving, right. grieving the loss of a just human being in their his life. Fan, yes, you can grieve, but what I've seen is just ridiculous. Um, and while, of course, the Grammys was go- were going on, everybody was mourning at the Staples Center, which is which. You know, first of all, you know, Los the house that Kobe built. Los Angeles is is hard enough to navigate around, but. The Grammys were at the Staples Center. Then you had the fans converging on the Staples Center. It made for a real kind of mess down there. But I do think that how the Grammys paid tribute to Kobe. Well, I think that's it, was you know going beautiful. a little forward now. Mm-hmm. I think that's what happens when you have someone like Alicia Keys, who is the epitome of class and talent and heart. She's a very heart-filled person. Being a biracial woman, she's experienced a lot of different things. And, you know, she has a heart. She's a mother. She gets it. But I always get upset when people start to take on, well, he was everything to me. Unless you sat down with Kobe and had lunch and had a conversation and he touched your life, that's not enough to say that. You're taking that away from those that have the right to grieve Mm -hmm. as a person who really knew him. I did not know Kobe. I did not meet Kobe. Everybody loved Kobe. He's that kind of guy. But we need to leave certain things alone and let his family recover. Let his family grieve. Let those that knew him best grieve. And let's not forget the others on board and that five families are grieving today, mm-hmm. not just one. And then beyond those five families, they also have friends that are right. are grieving as well. But um, You know, and I, I, I personally don't understand why everybody converged on the Staples Center you're saying, well, you're paying tribute. That's fine, but you created a, a more difficult situation for everybody to navigate. You can remember anybody that passed away in your life that had any kind of significance to you. 
in your own way. I never understand why people do that. And I think, you know, like when Princess Diana died and everybody went to Buckingham Palace and put flowers there, I kind of got that because that's where she dwelled. The Staples Center is the Staples Center. Many people dwell there. So it wasn't his place, you know. But I, I mean, that's, I'm not telling anybody how to grieve. I just think that you should be more mindful that there are people who really did know him and are grieving. And of course, you know, he was bigger than life and, and loved worldwide as many athletes are. And I think the only message to take away from a tragic lesson like this is how short life is, how precious it is. So when you get a chance to tell someone you love them, go ahead and tell them if you get a chance to do something good for someone, go ahead and do that. And just remember, unfortunately, these are the hardest life lessons, but they are life lessons and we have to take away something from them. So moving on to the Grammys, um, like we said, we just finished watching it, and Alicia Keys hosted last year, and we loved her. I don't think I could love her more if I tried. She's just no, she was she's just everything amazing. A host she was in a very tenuous situation, right? And like, what tends to happen whenever they have hosts is they have a shtick, and it makes me want to physically like launch myself into the street. I'm not a shticky type of person. And she doesn't have, and one. she doesn't. She just lets her talent and her grace and her elegance. Just, like, run the whole thing. But Alicia Keys didn't open the show. Lizzo opened the show. And let's just talk about Lizzo. Um, First of all, the dress that she came out in. That was the theme last night. That black yeah. dress with, like, stars or glitter. Right. I don't give a shit. I loved that. Right. I think that was the, the theme of everything was big dresses. Because mm -hmm. Ariana Grande had a big dress. I loved that dress. Lizzo had a big dress. Um, what's Chrissy her Teigen, Chrissy had, a Teigen had, big had a big dress. dress. I didn't love her dress as much as I loved... Ariana's I, and But I will Lizzo's. tell you that color looks really great with her skin tone. Yeah, I liked the color. I just didn't... There was, like, a weird, like, avant-garde, like, shoulder and I usually like what Me too, but, um... But the big dress was definitely mm -hmm. the, the in thing. Lizzo also wore another dress when she was sitting in the audience later. It was all crystals, and that was equally as beautiful, but... Okay, I do want to talk about... Because this is going to come up, so I'm going to address it. In the category of the man I love very much, uh, Billy Porter's outfit was, uh, I need the boots. I will not look good in the outfit because I don't have as good a body as he does, but I'll take the boots. And from, from um, those of you that may not have seen it, he wore a hat on the red carpet. It, the hat was very reminiscent of a lampshade. But it opened and closed. But it opened and closed, exactly. Like an umbrella, Ella, mm -hmm. Ella. And I'll take the hat and I'll take the boots. Not to mention, I will allow him to keep the jumpsuit. His makeup was so beautiful. He's beautiful. And if his you watch, if you just watch my story, because he was the only person I put on my story, and it's because I love him so much. And we'll talk about him when he actually comes out to perform. But like, I loved that and outfit. And I think that people need to start realizing this is a man who embraces clothing. This is a All man who types. embraces style. And we have to start, again, getting away from the of the Kobe situation, getting away from the hate and just saying, wow, this guy loves to do it up and does it up right. And he looks, he just looks amazing in, in everything. And you could literally put him in something that's so crazy and he just looks magnificent in it. So getting back to the opening, which is Lizzo, she sang two songs. And played the flute, which I had no idea that I she knew did. I she played the flute. I've seen her play the flute before. And what the talented flautist she is. Yeah. 
I mean, I just I have think... a feeling that Lizzo has some more hidden talents, but she's not ready to let them in. I just think her performance was fantastic to open the show. Her dancers are unreal. Right, they are. And, and you know, for people that are probably... I don't know if her dancers were trained ballerinas, but for girls that were or weren't ballerinas, yeah, there was a beautiful dance. I think number. every... Perf- I did not like the stage, though. The stage had this weird rocky thing going on that kind of looked like... They were in dirt. I don't know. Yeah, if I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll know. Yeah, I didn't like that either. Weird, but I love her dancer. She was but a good I think that she's a real asset to any sort Music of. I, I just think that she's there. Oh, sorry. My friend Alyssa texted me. And oh. speaking of which, also, everything that Alicia Keys wore, I will take as well. Her pink outfit, her outfit at the end, with the boots that went all the way up under the dress that poked out from her beautiful boob area, killing it with the outfits. Alicia Keys killed it with the outfits, the hair, everything. She's a, just a queen. And I really think the same of, of Lizzo. She's another queen. Yeah, I... I and the dress mean, that Alicia Keys came out in. Oh, my Liquid God. Liquid platinum. And she had these little stones, like, on her forehead. I just... I love the whole thing. I know. And her family was there. Her son. Her and, son. And her husband. And adorable. Okay. So what came next? Okay. The Boys to Men tribute to Kobe. And, oh, my God. Okay, I, I have to tell you, I am, like, a super big Boys to Men fan. And I just... Boys to Men is just... I can't even tell you how magnificent they are. It was beautiful. They're always beautiful. Alicia Keys sang a little bit with them, and then they sang together. And that's another great thing about Alicia Keys as a host. She knows her place. She always knows when to come in, when to lay back, when to be crazy, when to be fun, when to be silly. She just has great timing as host. So that's what came next. And And it was was a beautiful tribute. Like, I was crying. Really, really, Um, really really moved. It was just very emotional because, like, you have to think, take away from the fact that, you know, Kobe was an icon. He's someone's husband and father and friend, and that's just, you know, facade. And then after that, it was Blake Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Blake Shelton sang first. Right, and then she came out. And Blake Shelton is every kind of yes. He is every kind of, he deserves the title of Sexiest Man Alive. Yes, 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 yes. And then Gwen Stefani came out, and she was Alice in Wonderland meets Frida. Yeah, and she just looks fantastic. I loved the dress. I loved the moment. I loved the song together. But I noticed this all through the Everybody. Everybody was off. off. They were off key. And I'm a person that has perfect pitch. So I hear it and, and my head then stays there. I mean, it was still a beautiful song. I love the song they mm-hmm. sang to each other. Great performance. But everybody was a little off. The next thing that happened was Alicia Keys came out again. And she did a little piano thing. Um, she sang a song and she kind of made it all about the different people in the audience and it was just so cute and so sweet and I loved that and moment. she wrote it for that particular situation and I thought it was beautiful. It was it was just very sweet and it was all about love and everything and then of course Billy came out so we'll just talk about him one more time. Um, he introduced the Jonas Brothers. I just yes, we just love did. Billy so let's and, and let's, we're talking about Billy Porter not Billy Eilish because right. if you put on my Twitter you saw I was like I'm fucking over Billy Eilish which we'll get to. But, um... And also, I, there was something that Alicia Keys said in her song mm-hmm. that seems to be resonating with so many people. She said, the bad guys win when you don't do anything. 
And that's the truth. If you don't stand up and you don't love and you don't stand against the very things that can destroy you, the bad guys win. That's right. And you can't let bad guys win anymore. We all have to be on the cowboy white hat. So then the Jonas Brothers came out. They sang two songs as well. And um, I I have this thing. Ori always laughs at Oh, here me. we go. Whenever there's a mariachi band, I laugh. Not because I'm being disrespectful. No, but it like it evokes it like just funny evokes to her. Funny to me because suddenly you're eating and there is this merry little group of mariachi men that come over and they always have the biggest smiles on their face, which already is making me laugh. And then they're kinda like and, they just, and they're just like, hey. <laughs> she and I, laughs. And I laugh not because I don't appreciate how wonderfully talented they it are. It just is one of those things that makes her not laugh. Not to mention also, they're dressed like matadors. So I'm always like, wait, is this a group of matadors coming or a group of mariachi? The Jonas Brothers last night looked like Versace, Nate Mariachi. Mm-hmm. So I coined them Versace. Um, but yeah, they had an adorable performance. And, I love the Jonas Brothers. Um, their wives were there. So I I told Ariana, I think hats off to the Jonas Brothers who always include their wives, always bring their wives around, always put their wives at the forefront. And I think that makes for great men. And I will tell you, my favorite dress last night was worn by Danielle. Okay. I love I, Priyanka. I love... I just saw a little while ago a full body of Priyanka. And I was like, first of all, if you know me, if... I see the Jonas Brothers, I need to know where their wives are. Like, I don't know why, I just need to know where they are. And you don't have to look far because they're no, always they're always there. Here they are. And I love, I love all of their wives. I love Sophie, and I love I Priyanka, love and I love Danielle. Danielle had the best dress. Sorry. She looked like Elsa. She just, I just loved her dress. I loved her I dress I liked as Priyanka, well. what Priyanka was wearing. I liked Sophie. what Sophia was wearing too, but I really, Danielle, you get the award for that night. So. And there are new videos out, which is really cute. And they did and I that. I like the songs. Mm-hmm. I really, really like the songs. And even the Jonas Brothers. I was watching, like, I was very focused on Nick Jonas singing. He was a little off. Okay, I I'm not. It was because it was the Staples Center. No tea, no shade. When um, I've told this story before. Nick Jonas sang to me when he was 13 years old. I went to a Backstreet Boy concert, and he sang to me. I was in the audience. I didn't go on stage or anything. But he was a little off then, too. But he was a child. So maybe that's just Nick Jonas' thing. But it was really cute because he was really little. He's younger than me even he, now. He was little and really cute. And he held her hand. And it was just so It was so cute. I like I remember this all the time. He just did it in he such was, like grown-up way. I think he was like literally maybe even younger than 13. I don't maybe know, like 12. But they opened up for the Backstreet Boys. And that's where I saw the Jonas Brothers. So then um, Keith Urban. And Cynthia Erivo. Uh-huh. Talk about a big dress. That was a beautiful she dress. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. That dress was gorgeous. And I loved what Keith Urban was wearing. Me too. Was Where like, was Nicole? Uh, Nicole's probably busy. She's she, a busy of course. Woman. She's had a lot of, of stuff course. Now. But they presented really well. And, of course, he reminded us all about how Australia is suffering. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of us grieving over Kobe, we have to remember we've lost a billion animals in the continent of, of Australia. Another grieving process, and, and let's try to do something. And they were there to announce best pop solo performance, which went to Lizzo. Lizzo. Okay. And that was a tough category. It was a tough category. So the next thing that happened was Trevor Noah came out to introduce the performance of Tyler, the Creator, which made me want to run my own head over. Okay. Now, I have a lot to say about this particular if you're a big Tyler the Creator fan, you might want to turn this off now. You might or really want to turn this off. You might want to start cursing at me. Whatever you decide to do, fine. It was Boys to Men, Charlie Pride, and Tyler the Creator. Now, I don't know much about Charlie Pride. I know he is a country singer. Um, of course, I know a lot about Boys to Men because, as I said, I'm a big Boys to Men they fan. They should have left them out there. 
Charlie Pride's voice was not only completely off, it was just like, oh, stop singing. Mm -hmm. And I know who Tyler, the creator, is. I have seen him before. But, okay. Everyone says what a genius he is. And I, this is exactly what I wrote at the moment. I said, his genius is lost on me because of his spastic screaming and the noise he was voice. And Evan Peters called and said the costume designer wants the wig back from Apocalypse. Mm -hmm. Because putting that wig on, if you want to be a genius, if <laughs> it you want to be so taken bad. serious, it's hard to take someone serious when you look like Lord Fontalou. Is okay. he the cousin of Lord Farquhar? Lord Fauntleroy is from a painting okay. in the mid-century there of like so, the Renaissance period. Gotcha. Like it's hard to take you seriously when you're like. When he started doing that. George of the Jungle, Tyler the Creator. And the fact that you named yourself Tyler the Creator and then came out later when you won your award and was like, oh my God, thank you. Like, stop. I'm sorry. I'm tired of everybody that stings, sings with a shtick. Just sing. Mm -hmm. Lady Gaga was not my favorite performer when she had her shtick. The minute she found her voice and was able to just be Gaga, a world of difference. Right, and now Lady Gaga still has, like, her quirky side, but it's so much more it's like... it's not like I'm wearing meat and I'm wearing a goldfish on my head and I, mm -hmm. I have my feet in a pool while naked men carry me. We don't need that. If you're that talented, you don't need any of that. And I think this nonsense of, like, he's a genius... Well, if he's a genius, then he needs to use his smarts and just sing and rap. Okay, so then Shania Twain and B.B. Rexa came out to present for Best Country Duo. We'll get to who won in a second, but let's talk Two about... goddesses. They're so beautiful, and Shania Twain looks amazing. And I always think that B.B. Rexa, I always think her outfit gets it right. I always love her hair, her makeup. And now here's another thing. If you're a country music Dan and Shay fan, you may want to turn me off right now. Because Dan and, Dan and Shay won. I'm so fucking tired of all of their wedding songs. I'm so fucking tired of, like, we get it. You got married. You found wives. And all we do is sing future wedding songs for people that have barn weddings. I want to stab it. myself. We've I'm done. we milked this song till the cows can't be milked anymore. Okay? Stop. Have, when are they going to make a new song? So maybe I can like them again. Yeah, But, please. like, we've milked it to the umpteenth power. And I do have to tell you, in keeping with Tyler, the creator, and keeping with Billie Eilish, who we'll talk about later again in the podcast as well, I am tired of watching performances of singers that leave me angst-ridden. Mm -hmm. Music is supposed to be uplifting. As Alicia Keys talked about, music should evoke the most wonderful emotions in you and bring you together, even if it is grief. It should not make me feel... Like someone is hitting me over and over with a stun gun, and I can't stop myself. That's not what it's supposed to be about. Okay, so, so after that, I'm going to let my mom take this entire thing, because it was the tribute to Prince, which was done by Usher and Sheila E. Sheila E. was... Okay, I have um, to tell you, it's so funny, and I'm going to actually show this to Oriana, because I wrote my notes, and I want you to see over here. I wrote Ursher instead of Usher. Ursher. How funny in the song. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Like when Ludacris says Ursher. Right. Got the beat to make that booty go. Yeah. Um, and he certainly does. But yeah. Um, it was the tribute to Prince and I'll let her do it because Prince was her favorite a, singer. So Prince is my favorite singer. If you don't know, I have about four favorite singers. Um, two of them are deceased and two of them are living. 
I love the Backstreet Boys. I love Lana Del Rey. I love Amy Winehouse. And I adore Prince. Prince was my favorite singer of all time. I was privileged enough to grow up when he first hit the music scene and um, had made Purple Rain. And I went with my friend Jerry Mayfield. So if Jerry Mayfield hears this, and I'm sure he will, uh, we went every weekend. Every weekend we went to see When Doves Cry, Purple Rain, the whole bit. And we were just the biggest fans. I've seen Prince in concert probably about 12 to 14 times. I adored him. He was my favorite. I share that with the wonderful Shelly Wade, who is a disc jockey in San Diego. Uh, I share that with my friend Sharetta and my friend Jerry and myself. Um, I have a great, great fondness for Usher. Someone that I, I've liked for a very long time as well. I super think he's talented. I love the fact that he's such a great dancer. And I always get nervous when people are going to do Prince tributes because there are certain people, there's just not enough you could say about them or do that is going to make you say, oh, that was great. But I do have to tell you, in all honesty, his homage to Prince was more than admirable. I thought he was tactful. He didn't try to be something he wasn't. His dancing incorporated was wonderful. And of course, he had the backup of Sheila E., who was a dear, dear friend of Prince, and who is just the most kick-ass drummer, female drummer ever. She stands while she drums, which is the coolest thing. She dances while she drums. She always looks beautiful. Um, it was hard for me. I had a really hard time getting through it because he's just one of those people, Prince, that evokes a lot of feelings in me. It's a really wonderful time in my life, and I just enjoyed seeing him so much. And I always used to say, if I grew up, I always wanted my children to know since, since I only had Oriana, I was privileged enough to take Oriana to see Prince perform. And she didn't really know much about him. She just, you Not know, at she the time. watched Purple Rain. I was Rain, 15 when I saw him and perform. And she, like, knew that I listened to the music all the time. And I said to her, you are going to come away with such an appreciation for what a talent he was. And you can take the rest. And, yeah, I, um, I saw Prince perform when I was 15. I went to one of his concerts. And it was something that I'm so grateful and appreciative that I got to witness someone like that perform because a real talent and, it, really it, and just really talent. something unbelievable I will just say I thought that Usher and Sheila E did a fantastic job I'm not you know I don't have much else to say I was very happy with the performance yeah. I like too that he didn't really try to like imitate his voice and see that's what he, he sang like happens. he sang he like, sang like Usher. Usher and Usher's and crazy talented and the little outfits and everything yeah, he I liked had it the Prince vibe but he didn't imitate Prince. right and he didn't imitate you know, him. And, and he didn't imitate him he just really was like you're a great and this is it and then came and the very beautiful uh, Camilla Cabello. Yeah. Okay, so this is my thoughts on this. Now, again, I really, I love Camila Cabello. Me too. I thought that the outfit choice was really odd to be because singing a song to your lingerie. father. It's like, and that was Versace. And, uh, okay. And also, too. <laughs> Versace Mariachi is yeah. twice. No. And also, too, it doesn't. Versace Lingerie. There you go. It does, now, please understand, this doesn't make me a bad person. I thought there was, like, a moment where I almost wanted to start, like, laughing because things like that, like, I have feelings. I'm an emotional person, but not, like, the conventional emotion type of person. And I'm, like, I, I could have understood more if your dad was, like, dead. It was a beautiful song. It was beautiful. And I thought it was nice that he was there. I thought it was odd that there was no, like, interaction between her and Sean. He was there? He was there. Mmm. Gotcha thinking. Sean Mendes was there. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't pay attention, I guess. It was just like... It's on the red carpet. Oh, did they break up? No. 
I don't know. But, but I don't know. And then I, I but went on. she's always on, wearing these things now. These lingerie, like, flouncy bathrobes over it. I don't like Yeah, it. I don't. If you're not taking that off, it might not have been half as bad. Like I said, though. And then I went on my Instagram and my social media, and I saw everyone like, oh, my God, this got me. And I was like, oh, here I go again, not feeling things at the proper time. I just kind of found it weird. I don't know. I didn't think it was, like, the right performance for the Grammys. Like, I don't know. I just, I like her, and that's all I'm going to say. I just. I like her, and, and the song is beautiful. The song is beautiful, and I'm happy that her dad is so proud of her, because he should be, because she's crazy talented. But moving on to Tanya Tucker and Brandi Carlisle. I love Tanya Tucker. I used to watch a show when I was young. It was called My Life in Tuckerville, which was about Tanya Tucker's, like, life and everything. And I loved the song. I think they had a cute dynamic. Um. I think they have a cute dynamic, but it's a sad performance. I don't know. I found that very There's sad. There's something sad about it. Okay. It just, it just got me in a sad way. And Okay, and then... Don't even. The next person that came... Okay, wait. There was still a presenting... I'll let you take that. There was still the presenting of Best Comedy Album, and that yes. went to Dave Chappelle, which is awesome. He's very talented. I did want Ellen to win because she was there. Right. And, and Portia and was there. Chappelle, so you know, he's so um, controversial. controversial. <laughs> yeah. So Ellen, not controversial. Well, She's, she has been a She has been, yeah. But we love Ellen, so. And then there was a gift. The gift came in the form of Boys to Men. The gift came in the, the form of Billy Porter. The gift came in Usher doing that homage to Prince. And then the gift arrived on his own. Not once, but twice in a night. And that is Ben Platt. If you guys are new here. If you don't know who Ben Platt is, what are you doing? You should know who Ben Ben, Ben Platt is. She's besides herself talking about him. She loves him so much. She started crying. (laughs) I always cry when he sings. Okay, he was in Evan Hansen on Broadway. He played in that. Um, My mother refuses to see it until he comes back, which I don't know if he will. And refuses well, to take anybody to see it until he's no, in it? No, it's not happening. There you go. Until then, I will try to find whatever Ben Platt is in. But he is this just little present. He's just the most wonderful little present. And his voice just makes me cry. And he announced Ariana. another little treasure, Ariana Grande, who I have to tell you, her quirky cookie crazy just warms my soul. Her dress was beautiful. Her makeup um, was beautiful. She's the only one that should be wearing that high, long ponytail. And I mean that. No, like she's literally no one but her. She's the only one. Nobody else. But Ariana. Not the Kardashians. Not the 40 and 50 year old women. None of you. Ariana Grande is the only one that should be wearing that high, long ponytail. It wasn't and as long as usual last night. It was a bit blonder. It was it, very bouncy. It doesn't matter. She's bouncy. just a little treasure. And um, First I, of all. The fact that she always sings, and I mean, people were complaining that she was winded. She's winded because she's really singing and, and dancing moving. and moving. And I have a friend. Her name is Amber. I know she listens. She loves Ariana Grande, and Ariana Grande sang her favorite song ever last night, which she hardly ever sings. It's called Imagine, and Amber was freaking out. I'm excited for her. I have something in common with Amber. That mm-hmm. is my favorite Ariana Grande song. And she was so excited. Amber, I feel you. I was pretty excited myself, and I was trying to get over Ben Platt, and then she hit me with that, so it was a And I like how she started singing, like, my favorite things, and then went into Seven Rings. Like, yes. that I love. I loved her performance. I thought she... That little outfit that she wore with the skirt with the fluffies on it with the little... I want to wear that. Yes. I loved her performance. I thought she looked beautiful. I'm 
low-key very pissed off that she walked away with nothing last night. That's a fucking travesty. So moving on from that, we move to, once again, Billie Eilish. Now, and her weird-ass brother, Phineas. Well, I referred to the angst of Billie Elvish because she kind of reminds me of a knockoff Elvis. I don't know why that is, <laughs> but Elvis wore those great big suits that didn't fit him. Oh, yeah. Before he started wearing those jumpsuits. So I named her Billy Elvish and her hemorrhoid brother. If I had to walk around with my brother up my asshole like that <laughs> continuously, whether he performed with me or not, I would be out of my mind. Not to mention he's so uncomfortable in his skin. She's so uncomfortable in his skin. And it's like going to the prom for awkward teenagers. Dare, the two of them. dare we call it misfit prom? You it's know, just like uh, the performance was weird. But come on. we Again, with the shtick, with the Frankenstein upside down head. Her hair and her head is like Frankenstein upside down. And I can't stand it anymore. And the gigantic outfits and everybody's like, she's so talented. Again, you're detracting from your talented with your weird, crazy outfits. Yeah. That's garbage. Not stop. a fan. I, I'm not. And. You don't have to drag your ass brother up there every time. It's no, enough. And stop that's what I'm it. Say about it. Okay, moving on to that. But like I said, I always like to say one nice thing about people. So I will say I liked her nails because you don't see a lot of people have long she nails. She always has long nails. And, and um, done very well. I liked the snake skinny stuff. It's not, and it's not that I don't like her music. I like her music. But I it's, just, I just it's can't, too sticky. It's, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm tired of it. And it's always like, he's a bad <laughs> I mean, like, you're not wrong. You know, also, Lizzo's nails, she had those and nail charms. I don't charms. understand what the little chain's hanging off. I, I loved it. And I don't understand, like, when she talks, she suddenly has this, like, ghetto cool fabulous voice. Yeah, it's very, it's very, she's very weird. Like, yeah, there's no she's way like a bunch to... of people. Like, be one. That's all I want to see is be one. So then, the next thing that happened after that was Common, Common came out to introduce... Aerosmith and Run DMC, which was so... Common is a stud muffin to the umpteenth. Okay. I wrote that. I love his suit. We've been on an airplane with Common. Mm-hmm. He flies to uh, Las Vegas. We he flies to Las Vegas a lot. <laughs> and he's delightful. He's nice, he's polite, so nice. Sweet, kind, and a stud muffin. And then the magic really happened. Which was, again, Aerosmith and the Run DMC. stars of rap. Old school rap. And it was just such a good performance... I loved it. There's not much else to say. Is Run DMC the coolest ever? They are. Yes. Rev Run, Master J, uh, they are just the coolest people. They always have been. I happen to love that song. And if people don't know, back then, that collaboration between Run DMC it was a big deal. and Aerosmith was a big deal. Because back then, people didn't collab a lot. And to take people from the real rocker, rocker, rocker world and the real rap royalty world and put them together... And come up with that was fantastic. Okay, so then after that, Tyler, the Creator, won for Best Rap Album. I don't really fucking know how. Moving on. Then Ellen DeGeneres came out to introduce Little Nas uh, Nas X, Diplo, BTS, and uh, Mason. And Mason is the Walmart yodeler, if you guys don't know who he is. I loved that performance. I love Little Nas. He's another one with his clothing... Just, you just like love it. He's so love, himself. And like you said, he looked like a mermaid cowboy. And now like he wore on the red carpet the pink outfit he wore, that was Versace. And that I loved. I loved that. 
That was kind of like old school Gianni Versace Versace with the gold, gold right. with the buttons and I, stuff. I loved it. I loved that. I loved oh, Billy Ray was there too. Sorry. Billy Ray, again, another stud muffin. His wife is gorgeous. The, the Cyrus Noah family was there. are just beautiful children, beautiful couple. The K-pop ruined it for me. They usually do because they too look awkward and robotic. It was like weird and having them in there. it's not their song. Like, they need to be there. No, but Mason did a good job. We love him. He's adorable. And Billy Cyrus, like... I he mean, aged, like, fantastically. He looks amazing. Cowboy. Yes, whatever. We love... Whatever the performance in general is good. So here we go, because... And this is where I lost, okay? Because I wrote, it's 7 o'clock in the West. It's 10 o'clock in the East. And the Grammys have exhausted me at this point. So up until that point, I was really with it. And then it just took a dive because everything at that point then seemed disjointed and all over the place. And and I was kind of like, what? Okay. Ooh. So now here's, an, again, where I'm going to get in probably a lot of trouble. Then came Demi. that much trouble. Then you know came what? Demi Lovato. And while I am so happy that she is now clean and sober. And she's a great singer. She's a great singer. Um, I did not like what she wore. I did not like that song. I do not think it was a good idea to touch into a song that you sang before you OD'd and everyone loves it and that's fine. And I thought the performance really fell flat for your big triumphant return. And she has a very beautiful voice. She does. She has a very powerful voice. I think there's a lot more she could have done, but... This is my problem with it. We constantly applaud p- people for getting back on the wagon. Mm-hmm. Demi Lovato is a rich girl. She has a lot of opportunities to get a lot of help. That a lot of people don't and have. a lot of people don't have it, and she owns her stuff. But you know what? At this point, you have to kind of keep yourself on track. And stop hanging around with the wrong people, because she was all fine, good, and great when, when she, she was, was with Wilmer Valderrama, right. and she thought she was going to marry him. The minute he took the step out sideways and is now getting married downhill she went you can't let men do that to you can't let anyone do that to you and you know the next time you fall off the wagon god hoping you don't it's, it's going to be harder and harder to get people's support right because this is a couple of times now with her but it was a good performance yeah know? i just didn't really care for the song and i didn't think you know i like when she's more like i don't know when she sings like cool for the summer and i think <laughs> that if you're going to come back which was your comeback you got to come back with, look at me, I'm bigger, better, stronger. Like when Selena not, Gomez came right, back. Right, not like I'm weak and tentative. I was fragile yeah. then. And you got to show, me. like, I'm back, that I got That wasn't the time. That wasn't the right, you know, I know that you had to muster up some stuff. Um, and then, like, she started singing and then she started to cry, so she had to, like, start again. But then I don't know if she was actually crying because she didn't have any tear stains. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. But then came the tribute to Nipsey Hussle. I don't really have a ton of opinions on that because it's not a situation I know, like, a ton about. Um, yeah, it was Meek Mills and all that stuff. And, like I said, it was, like, a... Okay. Yeah, it was okay. I, no, I, I don't, no hate. I, like, I don't know right. enough, I don't know enough, enough I know about... I he was very beloved in the community. Right. I know that at one time he was in a gang. I know that, and that's about as far as I know. Right. But as I always tell people, I am an old-school rap person, and I... I used to be a big Kanye fan until, you know, he Lost became what shit. he became, which happens once you give your dick to the Kardashians. Um... You know, I'm not a big Drake fan. I do love sort of, kind of, um, other rap that comes out now. But I don't really, I like old rap. And that's just the way it is. It's what I'm used to. It's what I grew up on. There are some things that come out that I do like. 
but I'm not a fan of one person in particular. So I, I would have rather seen Travis Scott perform. I like Travis Scott. I, I like know. Travis Scott a lot. I would rather listen to Travis Scott sing "Sicko Mode" on. That is my favorite Travis Scott on, song. Re, that's my favorite Travis Scott song. I Sicko really Mode's like that favorite. song. I, think it's I a like really, it too. Really, really good. Yeah. Song. So wherever you are, Travis, like, please come back and uh-huh. sing. Okay. Next uh, came Rosalia. I didn't really pay too much attention to that. I've seen her perform I before. Now that I paid attention to. Okay. I love her. I think that she's got a really good chance of being the next Selena, not Selena Gomez. Selena, Selena, Selena the Jennifer Lopez. The Jennifer play. Lopez movie, Selena. Um, you know, the young woman that was gunned mm-hmm. down by her manager. Uh, yeah, I think she's got a good shot at being that. She's always upbeat. She's always happy. She always has a smile. It's always like she's vibrant and she's fun. She's vibrant. She brings a Shakira, Selena vibe, and I like that a lot. Next, Little Big Town came out with Smokey Robinson to uh, present Song of the Year. And let's talk about Old Town and Smokey Robinson. Smokey Robinson, ladies town. and old gentlemen. T- you're still on Old Town Road. Big, uh, and that's my group. I love that group. Um, Smokey Robinson is 79 years old. He's going to be 80. He looks fantastic. His outfit, fantastic. And he can still sing. And if you don't know any of Smokey Robinson's songs, Google please them. look them up. They're, they're just really nice Motown. Oh, God, Motown's such a, oh, I miss Motown. I was a big Motown fan, too. And um, they gave Abby the award to who is the cutest country. Oh my god, they're all ever. adorable. But uh, Billie Eilish won for Bad Guy, so there was that. Uh, next that happened was Sharon and Ozzy Osbourne came out to present and best Sharon rap had song. Quite the time. She had quite the time. She you know she had to drag Ozzy around. Ozzy looks great. He was he talking really well. I know he just everyone just found out he had Parkinson's, right. but um they're adorable together. I liked seeing them. I missed Kelly wherever she was or wherever Jack is. I miss seeing them, but um they looked there cute. There is another daughter. That we they're never Amy. Seen. We never She's seen there. Amy. <laughs> Um, and they presented the best rap song, uh, which was Higher by DJ Khaled and like 9,000 other people. I can't stomach him, so there's my take on that. I didn't understand that. Um, then Her did a performance, the artist Her. You know, she was missing since last year. We haven't seen anything about her, even no. though she won last year. Uh, she's always delightful to listen to. She's yeah. a great talent. She's got a good vibe. She I like it. She plays lots of wonderful So this was the part where I started tapping out around now, and I just started writing down, like, who won things, and, uh, yeah. So the first thing that happened was they did this big uh, tribute to, um, like, the whole Music Cares thing and the, the Grammy Foundation. Ben Platt came out and sang again. That was Camila Cabello came out. A bunch of that other, was a bunch Cindy of other Lover. artists came out. It was beautiful, and I liked that. Right after that, uh, best new artist was announced, and that was also Billie Eilish, which I don't even know how that's possible because I feel like I've been knowing about Billie Eilish for like three and a half years now, so yes. I don't know how she's a new but that's artist. Always that way because I, I felt the same way when Dua Lipa won. And yeah. I felt the same way when her won. Like I was like, I've heard these people for a while. Why yeah, are they new. So then LL Cool J came out, and he looked fantastic. He and we all know does. LL Cool J stands for the Ladies Love Cool. And don't we all? Um, album of the year, it went to Billie Eilish. And every and now, fucking time her brother came okay. out. And now we also know that as a result of all these wins, she has surpassed Taylor Swift for Fearless. I did not know this. This is brand new news to me. And then she also won for Song of the Year. For a bad guy. Right. So that's it. <laughs> that's what wound up happening. That's basically what happened. 
The Grammys are, though, much more um, enjoyable than most award shows because it's a, a way cooler vibe. This year, I just felt like it, it was very disjointed, been, maybe because of the Kobe been thing. the whole Kobe thing, and I think that's part of it. But I do say, once again, hats off to Alicia Keys. She kept it all together. She tried to keep everybody upbeat. The performances were all great. That mm -hmm. was something that's always great about the Grammys is... You know, I, I mean, you can't do that with every award show because it just doesn't lend itself like the right. news knows. So um, you guys will actually be listening to this on Monday, even though we're taping it on technically Monday morning or Sunday night, depending on what time it actually is right now. But there is one last award show for the 2019-2020 award season that we'll be covering, and that is the Oscars. Hooray for Hollywood. And um, we're going to be printing out our Oscar ballots this week, and then... Um, and then we're going to crunch time watch the movies. The Friday before the Oscars, again, I'm going to tell you guys this, you'll hear our predictions, and then the Monday after you'll hear... Uh, what actually happened, and we might do what we did with this, is tape it, like, right after the Oscars, depending on what time the Oscars ends, because sometimes they end, pretty late. they end pretty late. We had some time. Also, there. too, in another couple of podcasts, we're going to be giving you guys an update on the shows that um, we're attempting to have change our minds, so that's really and cool. And so we watch two of them. And um, we are going to watch another episode of, of each, each of those. probably tomorrow or the next day. And hopefully, again, this is your opportunity. If there's still a show that mm -hmm. you know we probably didn't like or said we wouldn't and I, like and you want to suggest it, please do. I had a lot of people say to me, like, well, why would you watch something that you don't like? My reason behind doing it is because I want to prove to people sometimes if you have an open mind, even to something you really think you're going to be against, right. you could really grow to like it. That's what I hope. I hope to to go into these things with well, a changed mind. I hope yeah. that at least we would come away with one or two shows where we were like, no, I don't want to watch them and be like, yeah, yeah I like them. I get I'm it. Glad I decided to be open-minded. So please make sure to subscribe to us. We post new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And like I said, we have one more award show coming, which is not this weekend. But I think it's the following weekend. I think the Oscars are like the 9th or something. They're very early this year because last year they were on the uh, 24th. And I think that they're going to be announcing presenters soon, which as soon as we hear uh, that, we'll announce that. No, I'm not presenting. I'm also not presenting. Okay, we are not presenting. I'm not presenting at the Oscars this year. Maybe next maybe year. Maybe Billy Porter. Maybe, see, my mom doesn't even care about maybe next year I'll present. She's like, but maybe Billy Porter will. Possibly Ben Platt. Oh, that would just... What if they did it together? Okay, wait. My trifecta. Billy and Porter, Ben Platt, Billy Darren Chris. Oh, uh, what about Billy Eigner? I'm getting there. Darren Chris, Billy Eigner, Matt Bomer. Who's winning? Oh yeah, girl? my mom's excited because the sinner is starting Matt next week. Matt Bomer! And she gets to watch Matt Bomer uninterrupted for weeks at a time. And love, she love, she loves him. Love them. And yes, she does know that he is gay because a lot of people I like know to always remind her. Everybody that's gay and everybody that is straight. <laughs> I have been called the supreme fag hag. It doesn't bother me. I don't want to be with them. I just adore them. She wants to adopt them. I'm not them. trying to straighten them out. So, like I said, please make sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We have a really good time here. We would love if you join us. Oh, and also, I I wanted to just take a moment once before we leave to, in light of everything that happened before the Grammys and everything that's going on, open heart, open mind is going to take you really far. So let's go forward with an open heart, we like and that. open mind, open heart, open mind always. You know, and that's always, guys. That's a really, really good thing. And 
Although, yes, there are times where I criticize people and we don't like them. And we our hearts it. and our minds are my open My heart always. and mind is open. And given the opportunity to have my mind change to a positive, I'm always open to that. So until next time, everybody. Thank you for listening and stay cozy.